I'm Ahana. And I'm Celine. And welcome back to another episode of the We, we Are podcast. podcast. All right, so today we have like pretty good updates, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, Celine, should I start it off or do you want to start it off? Um, you know what? You can start it off. Okay, so what do you say? I'm going to start it off with Elon Musk. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we talked about this last week about how like Elon Musk wanted to buy Twitter for like, what was it? 43 billion dollars i don't remember and they like rejected him and then they like made this law so that he couldn't buy it but now he bought it (laughs) yeah so that elon musk why does he need twitter you might ask i don't know that's a good question all right so I'll, i'll get into that but first let's just explain the details of what happened so basically he wanted to buy twitter for a while because he like wants it to be less restrictive that's what he said he was gonna do with it so he said like once i get it i want to like allow it for like more free speech because twitter's known for like banning people like trump and stuff Mm -hmm. and like you know like kind of banning like certain like tweets and like deleting them he said quote free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy and twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future and humanity are debated and so he said like if he's like you know you know if he owns it then he's gonna start like making it more like free i guess like allow more open speech and that means any extreme like it could be something like really bad and he still says it's allowed because it's free speech which is Mm -hmm. you know it's controversial but yeah 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 but eventually he clinched a deal to buy twitter for 44 billion dollars on monday in a transaction that will like basically shift it from being like a public platform to being a private platform owned by him so before it was like a private platform or public platform sorry where it was like owned by shareholders and like their shareholders like would like you know pitch in and you know like vote on stuff now that he bought it he owns the whole thing pretty much so now it's like more of a private company Mm -hmm. and it's 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 really interesting we're gonna see what happens with it Mm -hmm. um after the news however the shares of twitter were like up about six percent so that's kind of impressive yeah um a lot of people are thinking that like elon musk is becoming too power (laughs) i mean my opinion personally if you're asking um yes he has like dude's already rich he has like two like two multi-billion dollar companies richest already. person in the world like i don't, I don't know. know if i were him i would just retire and just he's just like a little like scary honestly <laughs> he's terrifying yeah because it's he like is. he's like weird like he's a machine like he doesn't stop i i feel like I mean, determination, but, but there's, also... like, a point where if I was that rich, I think I would just, like, not want to be any more rich. And I, I don't know. I would just feel like, what's, like, this is too much work to, like, buy Twitter and stuff. I'm already, like, rich enough. I don't need yeah. this money. <laughs> but yeah. I definitely think that he is, like, a little power-hungry, maybe. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he's a smart guy, though, obviously. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, you can't, like, I mean, run... he, like, owns Tesla and stuff, so... And SpaceX. Yeah. And so he's, like, really rich. And he's making a lot of moves. And I don't think he's going to stop, honestly. I feel like his next one is going to be, like, taking over Mark Zuckerberg and, like, all this stuff. I don't I yeah. don't, I don't know. He's kind of, like, scary in a way. Because I feel like he's just, like, so nonchalantly powerful. Yeah, he's, like, a... 
like a robot but like no literally he gives me robot vibes <laughs> and does. um yeah but we'll see how that plays out i i don't mm-hmm. really know like what exactly he's gonna happen like he's kind of vague about like what he's saying like the yeah. speech type stuff but like that's pretty much all we know and mm-hmm. yeah so yeah okay well yeah Oh, and also, I just want to mention real fast, mm-hmm. another reason people were saying that, like, he's a, he's buying Twitter is because he's, like, obsessed with, like, tweeting stuff, and he tweets a really, like, really weird stuff, like, I was, like, looking at his tweets the other day, and it was really <laughs> What? Like, what? He tweeted something that I wanted to share with you. Okay. He said, like, um... Oh, he said, like, next step, we're gonna put the cocaine back in Coca-Cola, Wait, what? Yeah, he like <laughs> after he bought Twitter, he like tweeted um okay, something that's weird. like about next I'm buying Coca-Cola to put the cocaine back in. That's weird. Yeah. And he's like it feels weird cuz it feels like he's like this really serious guy and then he's on like Twitter genius, he starts like, like tweeting like really weird stuff. <laughs> weird. Okay. In conclusion, if he buys Coca-Cola, um, I'm going to cry maybe just a little. Yeah. Um, in conclusion, let's hope he doesn't buy Coca-Cola. Yeah. All right. right. Are we ready? Yes. (laughs) Okay, so the next update is a continuation of what we talked about last week, and it is the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case, which is kind of circulating everywhere. Like, there are tons of videos about it. There's there's some funny stuff. We talked about it last week. And trigger warning, again, for domestic violence, like, sexual assault, stuff like that. Um, but, so first of all, just as some background, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard used to be married, um, but then Amber Heard said that Johnny abused her during their marriage, like, physical abuse, and that cost him his career, like, because he's an actor, so he was in, like, he was going to be in, like, a Harry Potter movie and, um, Pirates of the Caribbean, but he lost both of those, those jobs, so he lost a ton of money because of the claims she'd made, so he sued her for defamation, which is, like, a false statement made to basically ruin someone's reputation, which you can see it did ruin his reputation because he lost those jobs and he lost a lot of money, um, and then she goes and sues him for a hundred million dollars, basically saying that he's, um, he did abuse her and he's like falsely suing her. Yeah, basically, counter, isn't it called like a counter sue or something? Counter lawsuit? I probably that makes that would make sense. I think so. I don't know. Most likely. Um, but so you know, a lot of stuff has happened. Basically, just as a recap of like the biggest things from the week before, um, we found out that like Johnny Depp had part of his finger severed off because of her like hitting him with a vodka bottle. Um, there was a lot of stuff like there's a video of her admitting to hitting him. Um, so that was basically the main evidence introduced last week. And she's but, a psycho, basically. No, yeah. I heard this like thing where she's like, yeah. Say, go to the jury, go to the world and say that a woman oh my abused God, yeah. you. Yeah, okay, actually, let's talk about that. So there was a video recording where she's basically saying, like, no one's going to believe you because you're Johnny Depp. She's basically saying, no one's going to believe you because you're a man and I'm a woman, and no one's going to believe that you got abused by a woman. Yeah. Um. So it's basically, like, her undermining him and saying, like, well, go, what, like, do whatever you want, but no one's going to believe you type of thing. Yes. So that's gaslighting, for sure. <laughs> and that's actually, like pretty incriminating for her because she's like telling him no one's gonna believe you well that's pretty darn incriminating when you have that video recording in court (laughs) i wonder if they got all these recordings like i mean i think you can just submit recordings like i don't know do you just like start recording yourself i know that amber recorded a lot of their fights that's how she got like the video of the cabinets and stuff but um 
maybe Johnny did too. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm guessing because they're in like a lot of the evidence too is like footage like from like security camera yeah, footage yeah. like about their fights. But um, so a lot of new witnesses were introduced this week, and one of the biggest ones um that was Johnny Depp's witness was a psychologist named Dr. Shannon Curry, and basically she diagnosed Amber Heard with borderline personality disorder and histrionic personality disorder. So those are both like um personality disorders that like borderline is kind of like characterized by like mood swings and like a fear of abandonment and like stuff like that but something that's so interesting is that amber heard said she had ptsd from their relationship because he was abusing her but then the psychologist said she actually lied about having ptsd basically doesn't have ptsd so yeah there amber heard has been lying quite a bit and didn't she like perjury too (laughs) Yeah, she lied under oath, too. Yeah, that's called perjury, um, and that's, like, sentenced... You could be sentenced to, like, a lot of jail time for that. Yeah. Um, and speaking of this psychologist, something that was so, like, just funny to me was that um, Amber Heard's lawyer, who was, like, a woman, I don't know her name, but she was, like, questioning the psychologist, and she was asking her questions about muffins. Like, she... Because basically what happened is that, like, the psychologist her um husband had like bought her muffins because he knew she had like a high profile client and the lawyer was trying to say that she like told him about the case when she shouldn't have but it was like why are you talking about this this is not relevant like at all um so personally i feel like the psychologist kind of like was a pretty star witness for this week um and she definitely um swayed it towards Johnny Depp's side for sure like I think the lawyer just looks stupid to be no, honest. And one of other Amber Heard's lawyer he literally like objected oh to my himself. god it was so funny so he was asking someone a question and then he goes objection you're saying and the judge is like you know you just objected to your own question but like, she's like but, but you asked the question he's like oh oh my bad okay so like in court an objection um like a lawyer on the other side usually objects to like during cross-examination like there's like hearsay there's compound questions um so basically hearsay um yeah hearsay is basically like where you weren't there and you like mm -hmm. heard rumors and it's not allowed Uh because it's like you can hear rumors about anything that doesn't mean it's true yeah so so. for example if i was like ahana told me that patrick said something blah 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 that would be hearsay because i didn't actually hear it from patrick i heard ahana say that patrick said it basically um so that was just a funny moment no you can't like object to yourself that just makes you that literally was the funniest thing ever i was like bro what are you doing i was like amber was like rich she could have at least hired like a non-clown fool i know i don't know if i were her i would have touched up my options but anyways um there was another big testimony that also made johnny depp look good and amber heard look bad um it was from an lapb officer so basically what happened on um, may 21st um the police responded to a call this was in 2016 um at amber heard's penthouse so she had called the police and it was about domestic violence so a los angeles police officer named tyler haddon um, he was one of the, like, officers that responded to the call on May 21st. Um, he said Heard refused to talk to him, and, like, she looked like she had been crying, but he said there was no visible sign of injury. Like, she wasn't hurt at all. You know, she didn't have bruises, stuff like that. Um, so, she had called about domestic violence, yet she wasn't hurt, basically. So, like, um... He said, quote, just because I see a female with pink cheeks and pink eyes doesn't mean something actually happened. Um, So if the police officers had, like, actually come there and 
she was like physically hurt and they could see that that would that would have been incriminating yeah. for Johnny Depp but like she wasn't hurt so that just makes it seem like Amber Heard was making it up basically and there was also a follow-up visit where they didn't see any injuries either so um okay something else that's kind of a big deal so Amber had said she used makeup to cover up like her bruises and all of the you know yeah. injuries she had gotten from him supposedly but so I think it was her lawyers they showed like a certain palette of makeup um to the court and they're like oh yeah she used this to like cover up her bruises or whatever mm -hmm. but the type of makeup the makeup company actually came out and made a TikTok and they were like actually we started selling this makeup in 2017 and Amber said she had used it from 2012 to 2017 so she wouldn't have been able to use that type of makeup in those years because that hadn't even come out at that time basically so <laughs> Amber's looking skinny. that's pretty incriminating and you know that's fairly incriminating and what a, another thing that happened that's kind of like ooh, wow is that um one of her former aides named kate james said amber stole her sexual assault story which is yeah and she stole it basically and like tried to make it her own basically oh. is what she said um so her aide said she had told her this like very like hard story about sexual assault um, that she had experienced when she was in Brazil, like, it was a very hard story to tell, yeah. and she said, quote, to my utter shock and dismay, I discovered that Miss Heard had, in fact, stolen my sexual violence conversation with her and twisted it into her own story to benefit herself, um, so they did, like, question her, and they also, and this same person also said that Amber, like, got drunk a lot and, like, drank a lot of wine and stuff like that, um, okay, let's see, what else do we have, um, there was also like a something about Australia where Amber Heard said when they went to Australia she was like kept as a captive and he like sexually assaulted her for like hours on end but at the same day that he apparently did that there were people around them like talking to them the whole time and there were medical professionals there too and they were like yeah I didn't see any signs of anything and they didn't report those findings so you know it's just like <laughs> yeah so basically she's a pathological pathological liar yeah and, and even apparently her sister whitney um had said she was like scared of amber and stuff and like no literally amber's entire family is on no actually side. her her sister apparently like defended her but her sister's friend said that her sister said which no, is but like I'm talking about her parents. Her parents are literally oh, on Johnny Depp's side. Yeah, I think that tells you a lot. Not gonna lie. Um, oh, and she also said he would like die an old, fat, lonely man too in one audio recording. So, oh, and in the past, she was arrested and charged for hitting one of her older partners. Oh yeah. Um, she like divorced Tessia, her ex-wife, right? Yeah, it was like Tasia Van Rie. Um, yeah. She, Tazia. Like, no, it's Tazia. Yeah. She, she but, like, hit her ex-wife, and then she, like, they divorced. And then the charges were dropped, apparently, mm. but, like, they still found it in the system. So, mm, that's, like, a little bit incriminating, yeah. considering that she, like, hit her past partner, whereas his past partners are saying, like, he would never hit anyone, so. Yeah. Oh, oh, another thing. This will be <laughs> the last thing. Um, She also lied about donation money, too. So, when she divorced Johnny, um she got like money from settlements and she had seven million dollars and she said she would donate all this money but she didn't even donate the amount she said she would she donated a very small portion of it 
And actually, Johnny Depp and Elon Musk had, like, donated in her name. So she wasn't even the one donating half of the money either. It was, like, Elon Musk. Oh, and apparently there's, like, I don't know if it's, like, confirmed, but... Um, there are rumors that she had an affair with. No, Elon. she did. Oh, was yeah. it confirmed? I think I I don't know. I don't know. Confirmed, but it definitely. But happened. there are rumors that she had an affair with. No, Elon she definitely Musk. did. Yeah. So I wouldn't even be surprised at this point because he like defended her. Yeah. But then he also said something against her. But anyways, you know. Yeah. That's about Elon. Am I right? Anyways, you know, it's an interesting case. So but... I think the entire world's on Johnny Depp's side. <laughs> Too much. Yeah. As they should. Anyway. I mean, yeah. All right. I'm on Johnny Depp's side. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Russia, <laughs> but okay. like not Russia and Ukraine update, like kind of separate. Thing. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah. So Russia has been like kind of like notorious for taking in like American hostages mm-hmm. and like sort of like keeping any like American person of like wealth or just like like an influential American person mm-hmm. in at would like ske- you in like to jail using sketchy evidence and stuff mostly because like they kind of just want to like assert their dominance over like the western countries and also yeah. have a little bit of like um what's it called like gambling but not um really. ki- it's kind of like Bartering when you have power. a yeah when you have a hostage and you like blackmail someone yeah so they have a little bit like blackmailing like bartering power mm-hmm. and they've been like known to do this with a lot of people and like i think selena did an update about like britney griner yeah and um, she used like a basketball player that they took for like possession yeah. of weed but they don't they didn't even like come out with like the evidence that they had and there was another um person who was like on holiday and they also took her too. Okay. Yeah, but there were there have been a lot of and the evidence like they don't they don't ever like show the evidence and it's always really sketchy. So yeah, that's fun. But also, so this is like a case about Trevor Reed. So Trevor Reed was like a former U.S. Marine, and he's like been like really known. He's been a very like prominent Marine. I mean, mm-hmm. he was based at Camp Pe- Pendleton in California. He was deployed to the Middle East. Um, he was actually. sorry um he was actually like in the presidential guard and he was also like really influential when barack obama was president they actually like photographs of them together so like he was like pretty high up in rankings um and he was like a good kid you know he was born in fort worth texas and he grew up in southern california um and after he like retired from the marine he had a girlfriend who was russian and um he basically you know, was, like, really, like, you know, they were kind of, like, in a long-term relationship, so he eventually decided to, like, take a trip to Moscow for a learning of, like, Russian and, like, meeting her family and her culture and basically just, like, immersing himself with that, and a week before he was scheduled to return home, he, like, attended a party where his family says he was, like, encouraged to drink a lot of vodka because Russians are, like, known for drinking a lot of vodka, (laughs) and he, like, became nauseous, um, and he, like, when he was, like, driving home, he became so nauseous that he ran out of the car and, like, started to call, a, like, running around, the like, the street, which a lot of people were, like, let's call the police. So while the police came, they said, quote, that he was, like, assaulting the officers that picked him up and he was, like, resisting the arrest and he was, like, being really, like, hostile again they didn't come out with the evidence of that and even Mm -hmm. like they have the video in the cop car and they said that's like where he was like being really like aggressive and stuff Mm -hmm. but they didn't even like 
come out and show the video. Oh, that's so sketch. that's sketchy. Number one, and even like the U.S. ambassador John Sullivan said that he's been detained and convicted on evidence that is laughable, meaning that there's like no evidence. So they basically mm-hmm. like kind of took him as a hostage, essentially. But recently, his family like has released him, which is great. Um, they've oh, been fighting good. for his release. It's been three years though. <laughs> they've uh, been fighting yeah, for his yeah. release since like the beginning, and they were never like able to like actually like come through and now that the war started between russia and ukraine they thought that he would never come home and you know mm-hmm. in early march the, his family were like you know petitioning to meet joe biden and eventually right. they secured a meeting with joe biden and less uh-huh. than a month later their son was released that's amazing yeah but also not because it happened yeah it shouldn't have happened i mean three years for like getting drunk that's a that's a long time. He wasn't time. even, like, drunk driving. And especially because it's, like, in a country where you're not even, like, living. Like, you know, so it's away from your family, away from everyone you know and everything you know. So you're in this foreign environment, and it's just really scary and yeah, for definitely. your family and yourself. So And it's also, like, that is such, like, first of all, they didn't even show the evidence. And number two, it's just such, like, a small even if it was a crime it's a small crime and you can't feel like put in jail for three years yeah because it wasn't drunk driving was it It no he was driving home and then he was just like in the street probably like making noise because he was drunk and then he the officers were like he was resisting arrest and they they didn't even show him resisting it and then they jailed him for three years yeah that's sketch (laughs) um so you know glad he's released but i feel like this just keeps happening with russia like things like this all right so okay um should this be our last update yes okay so this is also a continuation of a past update that i talked about continuation yeah so Remember the update about the man setting himself on fire in front of the Supreme Court building? Um, A lot of information wasn't kind of given about the motives, but now it's not like confirmed, but it's clear from like some things his friends have said um so his name was win bruce um he was from boulder and he set himself on fire in front of the supreme court um and the day he set himself on fire was actually on earth day oh by the way so um one of his friends named critty kanko um was a climate change uh like activist who was friends with him and she said this was a planned act of protest she said quote this act is not suicide this is a deeply fearless act of compassion to bring attention to the climate crisis um so basically what she's saying is that he killed himself to bring attention to the climate crisis definitely brought attention yeah maybe not to the climate crisis but he (laughs) brought attention to something yeah and the reason he did this in front of the supreme court building is because um kind of like he felt like the government wasn't doing enough i guess um in terms of passing initiatives for climate change so he felt like it would be a statement you know what the the weird thing is isn't aren't you like Um, releasing more carbon into the environment oh my gosh someone mentioned that they're like but when you like make a fire it like releases carbon into no but your body's literally like made of so much carbon when you burn yourself you're literally releasing more carbon yeah and some people are saying he's like a hero um my personal opinion if you care about the climate please don't kill yourself my personal opinion is that staying alive you can accomplish so much more okay please don't kill yourself in an act of protest yeah. and i'll talk about ways you can actually help the climate that are productive and don't include standing fire to yourself but um okay so he was also a buddhist and it was kind of like a buddhist thing where like 
during the Vietnamese war or the Vietnam war, like Vietnamese monks would set themselves on fire to protest certain things. So oh. I'm guessing that's where he got the idea. Cause like how, where else do you just get that idea? I don't know. Something? I thought he was like trying to represent himself as like the world and then like lighting on fire as in like global warming. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there are potential amount of things that, he could have been thinking that could have been going through his mind. Um, and he had also posted links about climate change and stuff. But a lot of his, like, people who he knew were, like, really surprised. Surprised, They were like, I've never even heard him mention climate change before. And, like, yeah. But, like, his closest friends, um, and I think it was his, yeah, his dad said, quote, I agree with the belief that this was a fearless act of compassion about his concern for the environment. That was his father. Um and there were a lot of mourners who, like, marched, um, called him, like, a hero. There was a vigil honoring him. Um, but, you know, let's let's talk about productive ways to help the climate. Like, I respect him for being, like, a really, like, good nature, like, Right, I, I totally respect wanting to help the environment. I that's just not the way to do it. Don't feel like that's... Personally, I don't think it's actually gonna accomplish anything necessarily i, mean, I just felt like he could have yeah like you said he could have done much more alive and it's also like y- you should maybe like advocate in other ways or like do other things rather than kill mm-hmm. yourself right because then if you're if you're not even there then you can't do anything more right it's kind of like okay. please don't kill yourself yeah no please especially like not especially, like, don't kill yourself, <laughs> period, but, like, for yeah. advocacy, especially don't kill yourself. Yeah, so, you know, ways to help climate change. Advocate peacefully, you know, go in front of, you can go in front of the Supreme Court with a sign or something, mm-hmm. you know, write letters to, like, governors, Um, obviously recycle, although recycling is a scam half the time but you know yeah <laughs> please do um like organize trash pickups you know like go do compost. what you can carpool oh yeah compost actually if you have a compost that's actually yeah. really good for the environment um and just like look up a youtube video because i'm not going to give you a how-to tutorial on how to build a compost right now but you yeah. know <laughs> there are plenty online um you know like walk when you can carpool biodegradable products like if you can afford it like bamboo toothbrushes stuff like that um and also a lot of items that are like bad for the environment are paper coffee cups for example so like using mugs instead of like paper cups or utensils metal utensils instead of plastic ones um and plastic bags are horrible for the environment in fact i think there was one state that banned them i feel like um they're not biodegradable so it takes a long time for them to decompose really bad for the environment um they can leak into water sources like animals can get caught up in them and eat them you've probably heard like the phrase save the turtles for (laughs) plastic straws because turtles Um, eat jellyfish as like their food and it looks like jellyfish to them so yeah yeah so you know reusable bags or like cardboard bags anything besides plastic bags because those are like absolute no-no it's like yeah, really bad definitely. for the environment in uh, like cups instead of plastic water bottles like stuff like that um yeah. just tiny things you can implement into your life that will make a difference especially if everyone does this so. all right yeah, yeah. so that's some of our first half yeah stay tuned all right thanks for listening bye, bye. Welcome back. Um, second half. So in our second half, we are going to be doing some fun updates. So yeah, 
Do you want me to start off or do you want to start off? I can start off. Okay. okay. So let's talk about Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, the vice she president of the United States. COVID. <laughs> Not good. Not good. But apparently she has no symptoms. She's asymptomatic because she is actually like fully vaccinated and like boosted. So she's like not she's doing fine, I guess. She she has no symptoms and mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, Wow, okay. Wow. Because literally everyone in the White House is getting sick, but they're all like they're all asymptomatic. <laughs> like probably because they're all like vaccinated. Yeah. yeah. But she said that like you know, basically how they found out was because, like, if you're in that, like, White House or, like, you have, like, a high position, you normally get tested, like, frequently, like, every other day or every day even. Mm-hmm. And so she, during one of her testings, it came out positive, which is, you know, scary. Not good. But she was asymptomatic. But That's the weird good. part about this is that she has been prescribed and is using Pfizer's, Pfizer's, <laughs> Pax, Paxlovid following, like, a consultation. And the Paxlovid is basically, like, a like a type of medication designed to reduce severe symptoms among high-risk patients. And it's like a made to reduce risk while you are like um, infected. It's like kind of like a med- medication while you're infected with it, which everyone's like, what the heck? Cause she's like not that old. She's healthy, double boosted and asymptomatic. So why would they give it to her? And she's only like 57 too. So like, why would one give her medication that's met for like, old like really sick people when it's just her and they were like is she lying about it like what is happening but um a lot of people were like it's like unnecessary even like a lot of doctors in like from like jonathan reiner from the george washington university said like that's kind of weird like that it shouldn't be used on asymptomatic people at that so a lot of people were like really surprised about it um i'm just i, I mean it's good that she's doing well mm-hmm. i'm I'm confused about the Pax Lavoie, but um, what a lot of people were saying, like, during the White House press conference was that the speaker was saying, like, she's, if she can afford it and if it's not going to do her any harm, then might as well take it just to be extra safe. So I guess that's kind of logic about her taking it, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. Well, I mean, I'm glad she's asymptomatic, you know? Yeah. I feel like everyone in the White House has got it besides Biden. <laughs> Yeah, I so think he's no, <laughs> actually, maybe. Speaking of Biden, the next update is about the White House correspondence. Okay. So Biden recently went to a White House correspondence dinner, which was located in D.C. Um, this is a dinner that celebrates reporters, like it raises funds for journalists, but it's more than that. It's known for being a comedic event, and it's kind of like a roasting session, basically. Like there's a comedian who like roasts the president and the president roasts other people. So it's kind of like a fun roasting thing. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, I actually think I've seen it with Barack Obama. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. that was really funny. So like, okay. So Trevor Noah is the host this year. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know him. Like I saw, like I didn't recognize his name. He has like a talk show. Yeah, he's a comedian. Um, and Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson and a lot of celebrities (laughs) attending. Kim Kardashian dating Pete Davidson. Wait, they are. They're dating. Wait, who's Pete Davidson? He's like a comedian from like Saturday. Wait, she's dating someone. Yeah. Hold on, I've been watching the Kardashians, so I'm like interested. He's like, I think he's like. 20 years younger than me. Oh, okay. Well, he's 28 and she's like, she's probably 40. I'm not like. 28. Not that long. Not 28. I okay. That the internet blew up when they heard they were dating. It 
41. So they have like a good oh. 13 year age gap. I mean, 13, but it's not illegal. Uh, yeah, if you're above 18, you can date anyone. No, but isn't it like if it's more than 30 years, it's illegal, I thought? No, it's like if you're oh. above 18, I think you can oh, date okay. anyone. I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong. Um, but everyone is like, what the heck? <laughs> Uh, wait, how long have they been dating, do you know? Really recent, because she just divorced her ex-husband, Kanye West. Oh, Kanye West, West. yeah. And weirdly enough, like, she doesn't even hate Kanye West. Like, they don't even have a necessarily bad relationship, from what I've seen, at least, like, still. There's, it's been, I mean, there's, like, drama, but... It's been, like, a little messy, because, like, there's a lot of, like, Kanye West posting about Pete Davidson and kind of trash Oh, him. yeah. Doesn't he, like, stalk Pete Davidson and, like... Yeah, yeah. maybe a little, <laughs> actually. <laughs> but that's interesting that they're both there. Anyways. Continue. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So, there were more than, like, you know, since the pandemic happened, um, they weren't uh, basically able to have this dinner um, in years past, but they are able to, which is exciting. Um, and you need a negative COVID test to enter, and uh, masks were voluntary, though. But um, starting off with, like, a speech, Biden kind of roasted himself. Um, he said, quote, a special thanks to the 42% of you who actually applauded. And then he said, I'm really excited to be here with you tonight, the only group of Americans with a lower approval rating than I have. <laughs> 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 that's so funny so biden let's just say he hasn't had the highest approval rating lately like according to routers 53 percent of americans disapprove of him which is over the majority <laughs> not the best so he was kind of roasting himself from that which is um yeah. Okay. Kind of funny though. I love it when um, people like like roast themselves about things that everyone knows is like true. Yeah, like, like Justin you, Bieber, I, he like roasted himself, and it was kind of funny because he said something about like him looking like a girl or something. Oh my god, yeah, everyone makes fun of him for like being girly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Biden kind of roasted Trump too. He said, "Quote: This is the first time a president attended this dinner in six years. It's understandable. We had a horrible plague followed by two years of COVID. Just imagine if my predecessor came to this dinner this year. Now that." would have been a real coup if that occurred so he basically called trump a plague and you know oh. um <laughs> and then he was talking about covid no oh. he was talking about trump because <laughs> he said a plague followed by two years of covid oh i don't even catch that yeah oh my god <laughs> um and then he roasted fox news so fox news is like notoriously kind of a republican more like right side news site um and more on the right side, a lot of people kind of don't necessarily are more against vaccination, you could say. Yeah. Um, and he basically said, quote, I know there are questions about whether we should gather here tonight because of COVID. Well, we're here to show the country we're getting through this pandemic. Um, plus, everyone had to prove they're fully vaccinated and boosted. So if you're at home watching this and are wondering how to get vaccinated, just contact your favorite Fox News reporter. They're all here, vaccinated and boosted, all of them. Basically, like, sarcastically. Sarcasm. Um... And then the comedian, like, made a joke about how every like, all the prices are going up for, like, gas and food and rent, so, you know. And there, it's pretty early into it, so that's just the kind of I, I think, that I remember, like, Obama did a skit with, like, a comedian, and it was, mm -hmm. like, his anger translator, and it would, like, he would say something, like, in presidential, like, tone, and then his anger translator would translate it into, like, what he actually means, and that was oh, really funny. that's funny. <laughs> No, the crazy. White House correspondence, it's supposed to be, it's more funny than anything, honestly. Okay. okay. Now we're going to go to something not as funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So let's talk about Russia and Ukraine. 
um, our weekly Russian-Ukraine update. Weekly? So, yeah. So, a long-awaited, like, effort to evacuate citizens from a Maripol steel plant that is, like, the last battleground. I talked about this last week, how, like, everyone in Maripol was, like, crowded inside a steel plant. Um, but recently, it was still, like, you know, people were still there, but now they're, like, trying to evacuate everyone from there. Um, Luckily, a ceasefire went into effect at 11 a.m., and about, like, 20 women and children were, like, taken to a collection point, and they were allowed to, like, leave. Um, and a lot of people were taking shelter at, like, other places, and they're expected to be escorted out, like, this week. Um, I think they might have been already. Um, so then they travel, like, 130 miles northwest, and they hopefully, like, are able to, like, leave and, you know, get better support. Um, but... You know, in terms of, like, like what the United Nation is, is, like, they're trying to, like, you know, they're actually, like, kept really quiet about the evacuations. They actually haven't commented at all, even though they've, like, been a key role in, like, providing food and stuff. So that's that's interesting. Um, in other updates, the Ukraine military actually regained control of four villages in the Kharkiv region on Saturday. And um, that kind of just, like, you know, asserted themselves to say that, like, Russia's not winning. We are, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was, that was, that was fun. Uh, not fun, but, like, that was <laughs> Yeah. Good. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, totally. But um, I think that's good, definitely. Um, and another thing is that, like, a lot of, that Russia actually released a video showing that it is using like a submarine in the Black Sea to like launch cruise missiles on Ukraine. So uh-huh. that's basically confirming what we thought before. Um, uh-huh. Another thing is that like there's a lot of explosions happening in Odessa, um, which is like a place in Ukraine, and it even they like Russian troops even like damaged an like an airport. So that airport is dysfunctional now, meaning that a lot of refugees. They can't go through that. Oh, way. no. Not that they were doing that in a reason. Like, a lot of refugees are kind of just, like, moving through other methods, but, you know. Um, and it's another two, like, better news is are um, that a lot of Russian tanks have been destroyed. In fact, over a thousand, according to President, President Vladimir Zelensky, said that the Russian uh, Ukrainian army has destroyed a thousand Russian tanks. Wow. Um, and another good thing is that 69% of, like, the settlements that were previously deoccupied are now, quote, full-fledged local self-governments again. So Zelensky actually said that in his Saturday night address. So that's basically saying that they're, they've been able to, like, re, um, what is it, revitalize their local governments and they were able to, like, you know, kind of get back to that, which is good. And so that's that's what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't see this war going into twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Yeah. Um. What do you think? <sighs> Wait. When's twenty twenty three? Next like, year. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. Um. I feel like. What, what month is it now? May. Yeah, it's May. May. Oh yeah, it's the first day of May. Oh wow! Happy May! Congrats, May. Um. <laughs> I if it did, let's put it this way. I can't predict what's going to happen, but if it did go into 2023, that would be really bad. And yeah. I would say surprising, just because that's, I that's like a, it's that would be like a year long, right? And yeah. um, I feel like it's definitely de-escalating yeah. a lot now, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Definitely, I hope it doesn't go into 2023, because that would just be catastrophic. Like, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad it's slowing down a little bit. Of course, it should never have happened in the first yeah. place, uh-huh. but as always... A lot of refugees and a lot of people in Ukraine still need help. So, um, 
please like check out all of our support and try to mm-hmm. support them in the best way you can. And even even if the war does end, there will be so much destruction that needs re- repair. Yeah, there are like, so, so many people who lost their homes from yeah. bombings or their families. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Last update. Celine, take it away. All right. So the last update is about um, a student debt move from the Biden administration. Um, so the Department of Education has made moves to change the student loan system, and this will bring millions of people closer to receiving debt forgiveness. So student loans are basically when you go to college, um, we all know college is expensive. Um Instead of paying it all of that money right at once, you can pay it in increments over a period of your lifetime. So instead of like paying $20,000, say you would pay $1,000 in monthly payments, something like that, or you're paying it not all at once, but over your lifetime kind of. Um, And debt forgiveness is when the lender, so in this case, it's the government um, giving the loan, um, reduces or just entirely gets rid of the debt that the person having the student loans owes the government, Mm -hmm. basically. So um, these actions will give over 3.6 million loanees, which are the people that um, basically have the student loans, um, three years closer to receiving debt forgiveness, which is really amazing. So um, the Biden administration is going to implement IDR, which is the Income Driven Debt Program. um, And it has four types of repayment plans. So it lowers monthly payments based on income and family size. Um, It also promises forgiveness for people after 20 to 25 years of paying student debt. So like some people will have to pay it for like 80 years or like their entire Mm -hmm. life but this guarantees that after a certain threshold of time you can stop paying them no matter if you paid it all off um which is really good um secretary of education miguel cardona said quote student loans were never meant to be a life sentence but it certainly felt that way for borrowers locked out of debt relief they're eligible for um so it's definitely um a lot of stress on like college students or like people who just have this money to pay off for loans so this definitely helps them um with that and there's also a public service loan forgiveness program which allows 40,000 buyers to get immediate forgiveness by they get more credit from their payments basically um and it cancels debt after 10 years for eligible public sector workers who make the monthly payments they're supposed to so that's like a pretty big deal for sure um and there's this thing called forbearance where it basically allows you to not pay the student debt for a certain amount of time but it's not really a long-term solution so these programs are more long-term they can help people with paying off debt and um like securing better financial stance um so it's pretty cool so you know that'll be good for students paying off student debt yeah for sure um so that's all for today yeah yeah so stay tuned if no stay tuned period yeah (laughs) stay tuned if (laughs) no stay tuned um dms or you know email us which is in the bio if you have any questions Mm -hmm. follow us on all of our social medias at we are underscore youth org and Mm -hmm. just enjoy have a good week all right Bye. bye